0: Welcome to On The Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 345. Today we pick up on the story of Joseph being sold, that is, human trafficking going on, yes, all the way back 2,000 years before Jesus was born in Bethlehem, human trafficking was going on, and by families. This is what is happening and being told about in Genesis 37 all the way through chapter 50. Now, there are so many, many stories within the story of God. And I would just say to you that your children, your grandchildren need to know the great stories of God. Because one of the horrible things that's happening in the evangelical church, and there are several right now that are not good, trends that are not good. And I say horrible because I mean it. When they have only heard relevant stories, quote, end quote, that is relevancy becomes the key word. Well, there's nothing more relevant than the word of God. And we need to teach the great stories. I've been telling you stories now for a couple of weeks about creation, Adam and Eve and their fall the flood story I mean if that's not a story to tell the children with all the animals everything else they will understand then why there's fear of animals upon us today that was not the case in the original creation they need to know all of this because if you don't tell them the truth then the enemy will fill their minds with lies and evolution is a lie now we all evolve and there is mutation and I I believe that to be just what the Bible says. Everything propagates after its own kind. But this idea of atheistic, godless, transmutive evolution is from the pit of hell. It is not biblical, and you do not need to allow your children to be taught that for hours upon hours, year after year. Rise up and do something about this. It cannot be done. If you need resources for this, I've told you about the Institution for Creation Research Ken Ham and his group, I knew the founder of that, Dr. Henry Morris in San Diego, studied under him for two weeks specifically, really, really am a great proponent for the Institution for Creation Research. That's mostly known today by the ARC exhibit that many of you have been to. But let me just say to you, the Institution for Creation Research is not about the ARC. That is only one aspect of what they do. They are a very well-rounded group of people, and they've got a great curriculum for children and for adults and you can go to their website. It's just ICR.org, ICR, Institution for Creation Research.org. This is a great organization, and we need to support it. We need to get behind it because I'm telling you, this is the basis of why our government schools are in the mess that they're in today. They didn't get in the problem and the trouble that they're in today because prayer was taken out of the schools. No, the reason prayer was taken out of schools that's like a symptomatic issue. The root cause was when we took God out of the schools by teaching God godless, unscientific evolutionary hypothesis as taught by Darwin in his book, The Origin of Species. And so this is just a sideline, but we've got to tell the great stories of God because this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to help you to understand the great story of God and within the great story, the great thematic story of God and redemption, there are many great stories. I mean, what's more exciting than that flood? And then the call of Abraham, the Tower of Babel before that, and and then all of the great stories of great heroes of the faith uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob and with all their flaws the 12 tribes and how God prophesied they would go into the land of Egypt they would come out but while they were there which we're going to go into in the coming podcast and the great story of the beginning of a nation and God's purposes for that nation we're going to look at all that but don't skip over the great drama and stories of Abraham, and he is trying to fulfill the will of God in his own flesh with Hagar, and how Ishmael was born, and how that causes trouble still to this day, as the sons of Ishmael and Isaac are the Arabs and the Jews who continually fight with one another, and it started with Ishmael and Isaac, and it goes on. There's jealousy, there's envy, there's different trails of stories that comes from each one. But then the story of Isaac and Jacob and Esau and how all of that took place. These are great stories to tell. Then the story of Jacob and his love for Rachel and God's protection of Leah because remember Leah as we call her Leah even though she was not the favored wife out of one of her sons the fourth son Judah came the Messiah so God has the final say on who's the favorite and who's not and so that's a great story that we need to tell and then the story of course of that we just went over yesterday the story of Joseph just fascinating story and how God used all of that and Joseph summed it up in Egypt when He said, Brothers, don't be fussing and fighting among yourselves. What you meant for evil, God has taken for good. Listen, small, finite man is not going to thwart the eternal purpose of God. God's going to do what God's going to do, and He will do it with or without us. He would rather use us, but if He doesn't use us, He'll use someone else, because God is not taken by surprise. He has a plan, and He's working it out. There's twists and turns along the way that we'll never understand till we get to heaven, but we've got to tell the stories. The reason I'm saying this to you is because you're going to have to work at this. These things don't just come natural. You need to read the Bible till you know these stories by heart. And if you don't know them by heart, just keep reading them. And read them to your children. That's the way you'll learn them. Read them out loud. Read the Bible out loud to your children. Read the Bible out loud to your grandchildren so they can hear these stories. Just read them right out of the Bible. You don't have to try to make them more exciting. They're exciting. And then let your children ask questions because they will have questions. Your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, let them ask questions. We need to tell these stories to our children at churches and quit trying to outsmart God and say, well, we need to teach them about this, that, and no. no, we need to teach them the stories story of God and the stories of God. Because those stories and the story is the basis for us understanding how God is sovereign and works everything around to the point to when the Son of God was born in the fullness of time, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law. And if you've never heard during what historians and theologians call the silent years, God's not silent. God's always active. He's working. He has a plan. So He's working. And so So God arranged everything so that just at the right time, just on the right occasion, Jesus was born. It wasn't like Aesop's fable, Once Upon a Time. God worked all these things out. Now you can do this in a variety of ways but you've got to keep telling the story and for you to tell the story you have to know the story you have to read the story. So read the book of Genesis. Read the book of Exodus. These are not just closed books. We get to Leviticus and we say well that's all these ceremonies learn the ceremonies. They are fascinating because they tell us something about the nature of God and His great works and His plan that is acted out and enacted all the way through the rest of the story. And then the stories and numbers in Deuteronomy, it's just fascinating. I first heard these stories, first heard these stories, not in church, but in the public school, in government-sponsored schools, where most of our children went to school at least part of the time. Just for the record, we homeschooled, we private Christian schooled, and we public schooled. I had two children graduate from high school, from public schools, and one from Christian school. But all along the way, we did everything. It depended on where we were in life and where God had me in ministry. And so you can do whatever you need to do. You really can, but you might not get to do some of the other things you want to do. So make the choices, but you've got to tell the stories. Where I heard all of the great stories was in public school. A Bible teacher came along every week or every two weeks and put up a, a tripod, a wooden tripod uh, It had little chains on it to where the back leg would go out, the front two legs would come forward and she would put a board up there and then she would put a piece of flannel graph, yes a flannel that would cover the board and it was just plain and then she would put another piece of flannel and it usually had a background to it, just a very basic background, what looked like a river or something like that or clouds in the sky and she would start telling a story and would put up figures Figures of every kind trees, people with robes, people without robes, what would look like Bible figures of beautiful women and men, some not so beautiful, and she would tell a story and I'm telling you. I was mesmerized. When somebody knows how to do flannel graph, you can watch all the movie and animation you want to do. I'm just telling you say, no, well, our kids are. No, your kids would love flannel graph. They would love watching someone who has taught the art of telling a story. You see, when you know how to tell a story, you can paint the pictures and it doesn't take much to add to it. You could draw stick men. And if you're a good storyteller and you're reading the story, by the way, God's the best storyteller I've ever, lived. When Jesus walked on earth, he was the greatest storyteller that ever lived, still is today. When he wanted to prove a major point or teach a great spiritual truth, he would tell a story. If it was a very abstract truth, then he would tell several stories. Why? Because the more abstract the truth, the more abstract the concept that you're trying to get across, the more concrete have to be the illustrations and the more numerous have to be the illustrations. And so the 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 great way to tell and the great way to give an illustration is through storytelling. And that's what the Bible is the great story. It's not a fable. It's not a muthoi. It is not filled with myths. These are real stories of real people. This is the great story of God. So learn the stories of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and the sons of Jacob, the great story of going into Egyptian bondage and them coming out with the Exodus. Tell these stories, tell the story. And if you'll listen to these podcasts, I'll tell you the story. While you walk on the way, this is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at tonycrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast.